shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. So here's Abraham and Lot. They've acquired great wealth. Abraham was content with his lot, but Lot wanted a lot more. Each man made very different choices. Pastor Greg Laurie points out that our choices affect how we're doing, and they can be our undoing. Do you want to be God's friend, or do you want to be the world's friend? Lot wanted stuff. Abraham wanted God. What do you want? We have choices to make in life. This is the day when the lost are found. on our lives, each little bend in the road was a choice that we made. Some choices took us straight ahead and other choices set us off on a detour. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to make wise choices for the road that lies ahead of us. We'll include a case study today that examples the lives of two biblical characters and see how two very different outcomes can be traced back to choices that they each made. Choices have consequences and we need God's wisdom to choose well. day we're faced with, oh my, I don't know if it's thousands or hundreds. It seems like thousands. But just countless choices. Every kind of choice imaginable. From, oh, what am I going to eat for breakfast? What am I going to wear? What route am I going to take? Who am I going to email? Who am I going to respond to? All the things that run through our minds. Choices that we're going to make. I don't know about you, but when I pull up to a takeout restaurant, Sometimes I'm overwhelmed by too many choices. You know, they have all these things and then there's the pressure of people behind you and they want to order. So you're like looking at it. Yes, can I help you? Uh, uh, I went to Taco Bell the other day. By the way, I love Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. I would pick Taco Bell over many restaurants that cost much more, trust me. Uh, because I just think their food is fantastic. And there's something on the Taco Bell menu. I'm giving you a food tip now. So it, you'll thank me for this later because I told you about getting a burger at In-N-Out, right? And I told you to get it animal style. Have any of you ever tried it animal style? So you know what I'm talking When I give food tips, listen, okay? When I give you the Word of God, really listen. But food tips, they're up there too, okay? So... You want to take it to the next level. I told you animal style with chopped jalapeno peppers. Remember remember the next time it in and out. Ah, but Taco Bell. Back to them. There's an item that used to be on their menu years ago that's no longer on their screen of all these thousands of new things. Chalupa, whoopa, lupa. I don't even know what these things are. <laughs> you ready for it? It's called the Enchirito. The Enchirito. It's not on the board but it's still in existence. And they still know how to make it. And it's good. What is an enchilada, you ask? It's like an enchilada on steroids. Okay, I don't know. It's just good. But all these decisions, okay, those decisions don't matter a lot unless you eat too much and it's late at night and you pay for it later. We're all gonna face the three C's of life. Challenges, choices, 
and consequences. Again, challenges, choices, and consequences. Those challenges may come as an opportunity or a temptation. The hardest thing to learn in life is which bridge to cross and which bridge to burn because choices are important as we will see in the story before us. Here we have side by side two believers, Abraham and Lot. One, Abraham, most of the time made the right choices in life and the other lot made a series of wrong choices that he lived to regret which just goes to show that your choices do matter. Flip over to Genesis 13 and we're gonna read verses one to 13. And by the way, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So Abraham left Egypt. It says Abram, but I'll say Abraham because his name was later changed. Abraham left Egypt and traveled north into the Negev along with his wife and Lot and all they owned. Abraham was very rich in livestock, silver and gold from the Negev. They continued traveling by stages toward Bethel and they pitched their tents between Bethel and Ai where they had camped before. That's the same place where Abraham had built the altar and worshiped the Lord again. Lot, who was traveling with Abraham, had become very wealthy with flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle and many tents. But the land could not support both Abraham and Lot with all the flocks and herds living so close together. So disputes broke out between the herdsmen of Abraham and Lot. At that time Canaanites and Perizzites were living in the land. Finally Abraham said to Lot, let's not allow this conflict to come among us or our herdsmen. After all, we're close relatives. The whole countryside is open to you. Take your choice of any section of the land you want and we'll separate. If you want to go to the left, I'll take the land on the right. If you prefer the land on the right, and I'll go to the left. Look at this. Lot took a long look at the fertile plains of the Jordan River and the direction of Zoar. The whole area was well watered everywhere like the garden of the Lord or the beautiful land of Egypt. So Lot took the land that reminded him of Egypt. That's before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot chose for himself the whole Jordan Valley to the east of them and he went there with his flocks and his servants and parted company with his uncle Abraham. So Abraham settled in the land of Canaan and Lot moved his tents to a place near Sodom and settled among the cities of the plain but the people of the area were extremely wicked and continually sinned against the Lord. We'll stop there. All right. So here's the operative statement for the moment. You make your choices and then your choices make you. So here's Abraham and Lot. They've acquired great wealth. Abraham was content with his lot, but Lot wanted a lot more. Lot wanted stuff. Abraham wanted God. What do you want? See, if you seek God first, if you seek Him in His kingdom first, what does Jesus promise? All these things shall be added unto you. But if you're all about getting that stuff and getting ahead and being successful and on you go, then, then you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna lose twice. You won't get the Lord and very likely you won't get the stuff you want and even if you get the stuff you want, you probably won't be satisfied with it because you'll still want more stuff. And this was the problem with Lot. 
He wanted to have all this world offers, but he still wanted friendship with God. And the Bible warns in James 4, 4, you adulterers, don't you realize friendship with the world makes you an enemy with God? I say it again, if that's your aim, to enjoy this world, you can't be a friend of God. So make a decision. Do you want to be God's friend or do you want to be the world's friend? You see, it was Abraham's love for the Lord that kept everything in perspective. This is A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in the USA. And today he's helping us to consider the importance of the choices that we make. We're seeing how Abraham made wise choices and his nephew Lot made unwise choices and their lives bore the consequences. It was Augustine who said, love God and do as you please. That sounds like a crazy statement. Do as you please, yeah. But if you really love God as you ought to love God, you will want to do what pleases God. And Abraham understood that. He had his focus on eternal things. He was looking to the Lord. But Lot was drawn to these other things. But Abraham thought, man, we gotta part company now. Let's try to part as friends. And Abraham was a peacemaker. He wasn't a troublemaker. And so he says, listen, nephew, I'll tell you what. You choose what you want. Wherever you wanna go, I'll let you go. You wanna go to the left, I'll go to the right. You go to the right, I'll go to the left. You decide, uh, Genesis 13, 9, is not the whole land before you. Separate from me. And he says, go wherever you want. And Lot made his choice, and it was certainly the wrong one. Are you in a similar situation right now? You don't know if you can totally be honest and forthright in your business. Because if you are, you're afraid that lying cheat of a competitor will take advantage of you and you might even lose some business if you do things ethically and with integrity. It's easier to cut a corner. It's easier to uh, not do it the way you ought to do it. But here's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you more concerned with the fast buck or the approval of God? Maybe you're in a situation where you want to tell some of your friends about the Lord, but your concern is if you tell them, it might cause friction with them. In fact, if you tell them about your faith in Christ, it might bring a division and those people won't even want to be your friends any longer. So you're reluctant. But listen to this. Jesus says in Matthew 10, 34, don't imagine I came to bring peace on earth. I came to bring a sword. I came to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be those of your own household. You're saying, what, what? The very friction you're dreading may be the thing that brings conversion in the life of your friend. See, you don't want a conflict. You want to get along with everybody. If you stand for Christ, it might bring friction. Yeah. Here's the question. Do you want harmony with people and friction with God or harmony with God and friction with people? Now when I say friction, I don't mean that you're being mean or heavy-handed, but what I mean is you make your stand for truth, it causes a temporary tension because that person is under the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Now you pray for them to come to their senses and then they come to Christ and you have the ultimate unity and the real peace that God wants to bring into your home. We have choices to make in life. Lot made the wrong choices. And there were a series of steps that led to him ending up in the wrong place. It was a series of small choices that led to bigger and worse choices. In sin, it's always little things that turn into big things. Sort of like falling into sin is a a lot like gaining weight, you know. 
You say, I, I don't, I don't want to get heavier. I, I want the scale to go left, not right. Okay, so you, you try, but then you cheat. You know, you go to Taco Bell with Greg late at night, <laughs> and you get the Enchirito. And if that's not bad enough, then you go over to In-N-Out Burger and you get the, you know, double-double animal style with chopped jalapenos. In addition to heartburn, you notice that you're gaining weight. But here's what happens. You say, well, I already messed up. I, I might as well, you know, get, you know, large stack of pancakes for breakfast. And, and you rationalize, well, I've already messed up. I might as well just keep messing up. I'm already off my diet. And, and that's how sin works. I'll do this little sin. And you know, I know I shouldn't do it, but I'll just do it once. And you do it. Well, I already did that. I might as well do the other thing. Well, I already did the other thing. I might as well do that other, other thing. And little things turn into big things. And that's exactly what happened with Lot. How did he end up in the worst city on earth, Sodom and Gomorrah? If you're taking notes, here's principle number one. He looked the wrong way. Verse 10. Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan that it was well watered like the land of Egypt. Genesis 13, verse 10. He looked the wrong way. Notice that Lot's point of reference was Egypt. And why was he drawn to Sodom? Because Sodom reminded him of Egypt. So what's your point of reference? Lot looked around, saw Sodom and Gomorrah, and he took the first step down. And by the way, this was not a casual glance. The phrase looked means he looked with longing. Have you ever looked with longing at anything? Like, I want that. That car on the showroom floor, that outfit in the window, that uh, donut, you know, coming down the conveyor belt at Krispy Kreme. You know, I'm <laughs> confessing all of my bad food <laughs> issues here. You can tell where I'm at. Um, that attractive girl or guy. Whatever it is. Oh, he looked with longing. I want that. I desire that. So it started with a look. This is what happened to Eve. Remember when she ate of the forbidden fruit? We read in Genesis. She saw the tree was good. And that it was pleasant to the eyes and desired to make one wise. And she took of the fruit and ate it. She saw Instead of lifting his eyes up to heaven, Lot lifted his eyes to the plain of Jordan. Verse 10, he took a long look at the fertile plains of the Jordan Valley. Listen, the eyes see what the heart loves. Abraham had taken Lot out of Egypt, but apparently you couldn't get Egypt out of Lot. An outlook determines outcome. Abraham walked by faith, world changers do. Lot walked by sight. His second step down was Lot separated himself from godly influence. Now, this was a good thing for Abraham, but a bad thing for Lot. And a sure sign of spiritual decline is when we find ourselves wanting to get away from godly people. When we find ourselves wanting to get away from godly people. So if you find when you're around Christians that it's kind of a drag and you don't enjoy it, that's not a good sign. <laughs> It's a good sign when you say, I want to be around the people of God. When your wife says to you, honey, it's time for church, and you say, oh, that's not a good sign, slacker husband. <laughs> but when you're the one saying, the car is ready, let's go to church. I can't wait to get there. That's a good sign. Number three, his third step down was he moved his tents 
to a place near Sodom. Genesis 13 verse 12. He moved his tents to a place near Sodom. Fascinated by the freewheeling lifestyle and their disregard for God. Lot thinking he could handle it edges even closer. Now if you were to ask Lot at that point, hey man, what are you doing? Why are you moving close to this wicked city? He might have said, well, you know, I don't approve of what they do, but uh, here's a lot of opportunities and I could go in there and influence people and probably do a lot of good. Yeah, maybe you could. And maybe it will influence you. That depends on you. Now there's a twist in this story. Sodom is attacked by another army from another city. And of all things, Lot is taken hostage. He's not even a real citizen of Sodom, but he's taken hostage because he's in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. So what does Abraham do? Hey, check it out. Abraham the warrior. He gets an army together of his servants. They go over and they get Lot free from this king and bring him back again. That's amazing. So how does Lot show his gratitude toward his heroic uncle? He moves to Sodom. If it wasn't bad enough to be living near Sodom, now he moves to Sodom. You know, sometimes God will send warnings to get our attention. We're just getting a little too close to sin and there'll be those little warnings like, you shouldn't be doing that. That relationship with that coworker at work, a member of the opposite sex, is getting a little too close. Of that habit you have of stretching the truth so you tell another lie to cover up the lie you previously told. And if you don't watch out, you could end up like Lot. You make your choices, and then your choices make you. Great insight on the importance of wise choices today from Pastor Greg Laurie and another message from his World Changes series, focusing on the choices made by Abraham and Lot. Now, tomorrow we'll see that Abraham's life continued to prosper and Lot's life, because of his poor choices, reached a breaking point. Find out what happens same time tomorrow, right here on A New Beginning. If you'd like a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, it's available on CD from Vision Christian Store. Search The Choices of a World Changer. Go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-005011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.